Welcome to the Myokinetic Podcast. This is a place where you can find hope to help you overcome your pain and injury. I'm your host, Dr. Natty Vandersack. All right, so we got the three-time Super Bowl champ, two-time Pro Bowler, and representing Nine New York, Yak Town, Devin McCourtney. What's up, Dev? <laughs> What's Listen, happening, man? It's an Happy honor to, uh, to have be you on here, here with you. Everyone in the clinic, everyone out company is super stoked. Uh, as much as I want you to be a New York Giants, I obviously don't have that. But I think all the other fans <laughs> are happy to have you there. And um, it's it's just crazy, man. You're going on your 10 years. Man, 10. Oh, yeah, I'm going right. on 11, just finished 10. And if man, it, it really flies. Just thinking about like when I came in as a rookie, and you know, I know we're going to dive into injuries and different things. Like I came in never missing a game in college, you know, never really having, you know, a serious injury um, in college. And then you get to the pros and you're trying to play 16 game seasons and everything. So I learned a lot, you know, just about my body, physically, mentally, uh, just approach to the game. So it's been uh, an exciting 10 years, ups and downs. Um, but mm-hmm. I mean, I, obviously people know a lot of ups in New England. So um, yeah, very so happy that e- I've been even able to in that being here. said, right? I mean, you say 16 game, but we all know in reality you play way more than that because you guys go to playoffs every year, right? So you know, let's let's just get get it going. Yeah. Like, you know, like so, just to be 10 years in the league, like where do you prioritize like your health? Oh, it's at the top. You know, I think even for me, probably since like year eight. Um, at the end of every season, I'm kind of like evaluating how I feel, um, obviously physically my body, um, but one of the biggest things is mentally, like how how am I feeling about going into the next season? How do I feel, you know, leaving that past season um, and really trying to decide if I want to even play again the next year? And I think um, it's helped me because I think each year I've had to sit down and really think like, all right, man, what is, what am I going through? Is everything Okay. Um, do I want to keep stop, buddy? Don't write chalk on your face. Um, and you know, as you can see, like the off season, like this is my hey off man, season. Th- you're still a dad, London, right? Don't this, write on your face. Also, your priority. It, yeah, it, it, those things. So um, I've tried to prioritize that, you know, as long uh, as well as my health to make sure of that course. you know now, continue to play football. The, the, the biggest right thing, thing then, when you get drafted in 2010. What was the biggest oh, shift that you had to change as far as like taking care of yourself, yeah. going from the college level to the pro level? Like what, what was the shift? Was there a certain situation that you got hurt where you're like, oh man, I really need to take this more seriously? Or was it something that you've always been prepared to do? Man, time management. You talk about like just time management. Mm-hmm. What do you do with your time? You know, you're a student athlete. You're in the facility for whatever the hours are, you know, film, workout, um, and then you're to class. Then you're in your dorm, and you get to NFL, and it's like, all right, we got our morning meeting practice, and you finish around like 4.30, 5 o'clock, and mm-hmm. I get home, and I'm like, all right, now what am I supposed to do? And I was the older guys in the training room doing different things, but I was like, man, I feel like I feel good. Like, what am I supposed to do in there? And, you know, I had to learn, like, all right, you know, older guys getting in the uh, sauna after practice, I'm going to get in the sauna. All right, I'm going to get in the cold tub. All right, I'm going to ask Kevin Falk, whose locker was right next to mine. And he, at that point, my rookie year, he was in year 13 in the NFL as a running back. So I was like, man, let me ask him what he does. Then following guys, you know, that got in the tubs, like James Sanders was an older guy. He was like, man, contrast every day. So I would do that. And um, it was starting to do those little things that, you know, even as a rookie, you feel good. 
um, but you start to do yeah. those things now, and really helps your body of that later mindset on. Shift, is that uh, what give you the ability to stay at the top? Because you know, like we, you and I know, and especially me working with a bunch of pro athletes at Myokinetics, is that it's hard to get to the top. It's even harder to stay at the top. Yeah, I still remember Kevin Falk told me, he was like, you know what, like we had a, a Thursday game, we played on Thanksgiving my rookie year, and he was like, this is the hardest thing, because he was like, everything for us is all routine, so as long as we stay in our routine, we usually can continue to do what we do, day in, day out, as long as we keep our routine, whether that's on Mondays, I do this, on Tuesday, like as long as we can do that, we'll be all right. He said, when they throw this Thursday game in, he's like, now your Monday changes, your Tuesday changes. He's like, so you have to continue to do things to make sure that, you know, even though the days change and you might have to change some things up, but that you get to some kind of routine. And I think for me, 10 years in, that's what it's been. Like, my routines change. Like, I was a guy, my rookie year, I got one massage a week. Then probably not even two mm-hmm. years. The next year, I was like, well, this isn't good enough. I went to two. And then since, like, year eight or nine, now I'm at three massages a week just mm-hmm. because I have to always do what's going to make my body feel good. Um, and it's knowing that it's, you know, kind of being in tune and being mm-hmm. and it's ready seemed, and willing you know, like to with, adjust. With all the guys that work with in the past, I mean, you and Jason's obviously always on point, uh, you know, always prioritizing your health and you got oh, yeah. a good team around you, man. Like you, you surround yourself with people that dare to help you at all time and dare to support you to make sure, yeah, to make sure you, you can stay afloat. And to. I think that's, that's the biggest thing. And, um, I think people start paying attention to this more now since LeBron released that article of how much he spent on taking care of his body, right? Your body is your greatest asset. Yeah. You know, yep. you, you can, you, you can, I think majority of people is in this mindset where they want to make a lot of money and then they spend it later to take care of their body, at, which is... Yeah, they, they want to they make a lot of money and then think it's crazy to spend it on their body. And like you just said, don't realize like, well, you're going to spend it on your body either for prevention yeah, or my because you're always in a lot of like, pain. You're either going to do it now uh, as a preventative, you're going to do it when a doctor tells you to do it, right? So it's better to do it on, on your own term. Um, exactly. So listen, man, being, being in the league for exactly. 10 years, right? Uh, and you're obviously going to deal with some injury. It's a contact sport. Um, now, is there any injury that stand out in mind that really, really like stick out to you and like kind of set you back just a little bit? Uh, shoulder injury in 2012 season, um, and it probably got at its worst in the playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, once you get in the playoffs, everybody's hurt. So you know, you just play. And I would say, after that injury, it kind of started what has now been like an ongoing thing. You know, arthritis in both my shoulders. Um, just started with that right uh, at the end. Then from there, there out in 2013 in March, um, I got labor and rotator mm-hmm. surgery. Um, and the surgery went well. Um, but the thing that you have to learn in football, usually once you hurt something, unless it's like a freak accident, um, when you have like wear and tear mm-hmm. injuries of how my shoulder was, it just kind of got worn down. It's because of the position you play involves you doing that. So even though you get it repaired and it feels fine, it's like, all right, you say, all right, mm-hmm. good job, shoulder, but now I'm going to ask you to do the same thing that caused injury. And, you know, that's been my thing. But um, lately I, I feel like I've really found, you know, routine-wise, my workouts, um, treatments, everything that I do now that, you know, 
-hmm. when I go into the season, like my shoulders feel great. They feel refreshed. Um, and it took me a while to find that. Um, but still to this day, you know, my shoulders will always be, you know, something that I have to deal with. Like right now I'm dealing with a thumb injury. Um, and I'm working out and my trainer was like, Hey, I want you to do this. And I go to do, I was like, yeah, shoulders won't let me do that. We gotta, we gotta adjust, you know? And, um, I think, you know, when you have 10 years in the league, you yeah. kind of understand, also, like always you be also ready know to your adjust, body better than anyone. No and and, and I say that to all outpatient that come in, you know, just because, you know, I have a doctorate doesn't mean I live in your body. Right. Exactly. I, I don't know what's going on. Like you got to verbalize True. and tell me that's why communication is huge. Now, given what you just said, uh, what is the mindset shift that you do besides obviously find a good routine, find a good group of people? Was there a particular thing where you're like, man, you know, I realized like, you know, this is what I'm going to be dealing with. Um, let, let me try to just find ways to, is, does it impede in your gameplay in any ways? Are you more aware of how you run or how you catch or anything? Yeah, I, I think so. I think like certain injuries you get that you know, are highly involved in like what you do at your position. You, I think naturally because you end up playing with those injuries, you start doing things differently to kind of, you know, adjust because of that injury and, and try to take some of the pressure off. Um, and I think mm -hmm. I've done that, like trying to use my left shoulder more, trying to do this. Um, and I think in the off seasons is when I try to get out of that. Cause I think you don't want to start doing that because then you just cause something else to be injured. So um, I've tried to, I've tried to stop doing that, and at the end of the off seasons, make sure that you know I get with someone like yeah. you, or I get with uh, Mike or somebody else to be like, hey, listen, um, I know I've kind of been overcompensating on this side, and um, let's help me get this back working the right way. And then you hope now, once you go forward, that you kind of get used to just that muscle memory of doing stuff a certain way that it carries over to the season. But you know, midway through the season, is gonna something's gonna be hurting. You're gonna have to do something. So um, I've had to learn. I try to go back to working mm -hmm. out sooner now, so that I can do those little. Yeah, things I think when we work together off season, up. I, I always think of like uh, almost like getting you back to neutral and try to fill up that gas tank as as far up as possible. Because <laughs> as soon as the season starts, you're gonna start burning fuel, and you're gonna start mm -hmm. by by playoffs. Hopefully, you don't run on E, right? Yeah. I always remember my brother saying that he had a groin injury one year and he was like, he learned, you have to learn how to play with certain injuries and other things you need to fix. You can't go into a season with a certain injury and you're like, I feel okay at the beginning of the season. He said, because I did that. And then he said, for yeah. the rest of the season, it was just all downhill. And he was like, I learned my lesson doing that, thinking that, you know, I'll be able to ride this, you know, this feeling like it's just going to get worse each day. So um, making sure, like you just mm -hmm. said, you fill that no, tank man, up and feel it's, as it's good totally as possible. True. Now, like, you know, one of the biggest questions we, we like to ask is that um, if you can go back in time and you can talk to that uh, first-round draft pick in 2010, Devin McCourtney, what advice would you give him then to from the perspective you have right now? Um, I would say to be more open to things that were like my weakness, like stretching. Like I had terrible flexibility um do i would say that's probably the biggest thing um i think the film work and all of that stuff um i got into i had to figure out how to get good at it and do different things but i i was always into that um but like stretching people were like you gotta stretch you gotta stretch about like, yeah whatever stretching was annoying to me i was bad at it it hurt um and 
I do it now and it's like it's improved. But I just think back to like, man, if I would have gotten in a routine of doing this year one, maybe mm-hmm. I think I would be thinking like, man, I could play 20 years. I could, you know, um, of just taking that stress off my body, you know, probably with my hips, my knees, my shoulders, just gaining that flexibility um, probably would have helped me out a lot in my career. Mm-hmm. And also, you could probably start your own TB12 and compete with Tom right now, right? I don't, I, I don't know if I have a, enough of a following as he has, um, but, you know, maybe I'll gain it, some man. New England support I mean, it's, now it's that he crazy. It's, it's a big shift. I mean, we can talk more about that. Um, so we have a lot of, like, obviously, youth athletes listen to, to, to our show and that we work with. Any advice you want to give them? Because I know you're heavily involved with, with all this. One of the biggest things is listening. I think, um, especially now with so much coverage for young athletes, when you're in high school, you got – top 100s, you know, on so many different websites. There's so much to, I think, to really get into yourself where you think like, man, I'm really good and I'm this and I'm that. Um, and you start to think that the people around you just don't know as much as you do. Um, mm. And I think that hurts kids more than anything. Um, I would say to listen. And then I would say, especially for younger kids, don't specialize. Like continue to play multiple sports. Do whatever you love to do. Um, I remember the whole time I was playing football, one of the key things people said to me that helped me out more than anything was my so lateral that's po- quickness that's for from playing basketball. Too, right? And <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah, parent, parents need to hear it more than anybody. Um, and I think because when you start to talk about your body, and obviously you know more than I do, but you don't want to just overwork the same muscles every day doing the same sports over and over. Like the, the different sports you play, you have to use different muscles. You have to rely on different things. Um, and I think that helps you develop um, as your body's trying to develop. You don't just put so much pressure because um, I hate to see young kids have to go through like these serious surgeries or different injuries. It's just it's just tough to combat when you're a young kid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, someone's telling you you got to rehab, you got to do this. You just want to have fun. So uh, as much as possible, I like to see yeah. kids avoid. Yeah, I mean that's that's uh, that's what we position. deal with now, man. We have high rate of ACL tear now in in both population, uh, even UCL mm-hmm. Tommy Johns. There's kids, you know, there's kids getting to bullpen and just trying to throw as hard as they can when they're still growing, you know. They and some of them doesn't even know how to skip yeah. or run, right? And I, I mean, the camp we run this this summer together. Yeah. I mean, yep. there were some good kids, but there were some kids that just were not coordinated. You know, they they just weren't they just weren't ready for for any of that stuff. Awesome, man. So now, uh, as far as like off season going right now, what's your game? You know, once the weather breaks and it's nice out. Um, I think one of the things I started doing last year is mm-hmm. I'll just say I'm going to St. Joe's High School or going to high school, and I'll try to get as many high school and college kids to come out, mm-hmm. condition, work on our crab. You know, DBs is, is what I know. Um, offensive nope. linemen, I'm sorry if you come out. I, I don't got much information, but I'll try to do that as much as possible. It gives me a workout and also course, can pass man. some I mean, of my I knowledge down to right the now you, kids. Right now you live – you, you, you create such a huge legacy for yourself and you have a huge following. And I think, uh, I think the impact that you left behind so far is, is, is going to, you know, it's going to stay with you forever. And I mean, I totally appreciate what you guys done so far. Uh, even like the camp this summer we did, we have a huge turnout. Kids is just there having fun. Uh, they still try to race you though, but they, they couldn't catch up. I remember that. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what year that's going to stop. Uh, I'll have to see how, what the body says. Um, I might be like 
rehabbing and preparing just for the camp, you know, sometime in the future, like, all right, I need to go get with somebody to, to massage me up. Yeah, man. No, I think, I think, I I think let's keep that going for as long as possible. I think the kids needs it. The community needs it. And you know, they, they can definitely learn as much from, from you and from Jason as well. No, definitely bro. Like keep doing what you're doing, man. You got people following you because you're giving good information. You're teaching uh, younger kids, older people, um, it's inspiring, man, and you know I just want to let you know. Thank you, bro. I uh, appreciate what you're it, doing man. is it's working, so keep doing. It's all start with you. Go Nyad. Thank you for listening to our episode. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Let us know what you think and leave us a review. See you next time.